1: Hello, hello, hello! And welcome, boys and girls, to the 279th episode of the Hungry Gamers podcast. We are powered by 8bit.net and those sexy, sexy legends over at Audio Technica. I'm your extremely humble host, Brenda White. You can find me just about everywhere at Brendan8bit. And joining me today, as always, my podcast, Right I Die, The Tails to My Knuckles. You can find her on them socials at Miss MissAllyHeart, Hart. Miss Allie Hart,
0: how the bloody hell are you? I'm doing good. Good. I'm doing good. Happy Easter Friday thing.
1: That's it. It's it's Good Friday. Well, every Friday is Good Friday for us, right? Because it's, it's true, close yeah. to the weekend. But yes, it is the official. Good Friday today as we record, we did have a little bit of a break in between episodes and full disclosure, I will apologise because I got too heckin' drunk the night before and I was a bit of a sloppy mess on our usual <laughs> recording time, so uh, it's on me while THG is uh, six, five or six days later than usual.
0: Yeah, well life gets to you sometimes and sometimes you just need to enjoy yourself, but we do apologise, um, we've had a pretty good run though.
1: We have had a pretty good run. Consistency is is our strong suit most of the time. Most of the time.
0: Most of the time. We get we always get one mulligan.
1: That's it. That's it. And yeah. Um, yeah. I, I needed a little bit of R&R because, um, yeah, Buddy and Simon were in town, friends of the show, obviously, fellow content creators from across Australia. And we gave it a big shake. I didn't get home until well after 3 a.m. on, um, like, in the early hours of Saturday morning. And we're meant to typically record, like, five ish hours after that. And I was in no <laughs> state to do anything apart from sleep. So, uh, you ordered yeah. yourself food, didn't you? I did. I ate. Um, I ate a big kebab and I ate half of a snack pack, like with the dogs at like three in the morning. It, and it sort of, when I woke up, it, it absorbed a lot of the booze. I had so much gin, so much gin, Miss Hart, and it so many butter quite beers a as well. Gentleman.
0: Oh, oh, what? Yeah. What's a, yeah. a butter beer?
1: Yeah. So, so what, like
0: Harry Potter, butter? Harry
1: Potter style, yeah. Like we ended oh. up um from Bartronica and ended up at GG Easy, which is obviously the the hipster gamer bar for everyone here in Melbourne. And, um, yeah, I was on the gins, but they do butter beer where it's like they get a traditional beer, but then they mix in traditional, like, creaming soda to it, like, and a okay. few other bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. But it wor- it's tasty. It's super, super tasty, bit of a, like, bit vanillary beer, super easy to drink. So I had a couple of them as well. Uh, but yeah, it was, um, it was a big night. Like saw so many, so many friendly faces there, and so many shots, and so many gins, and yeah, I was, uh, I was a bit sluggish Saturday. That's for sure. But we're back. We're recording sort of at the back end of of the week here. Yeah, it is Good Friday, so everyone out there, hopefully you're having a, a safe and happy start to your long weekend and uh, eat all the chocolates this weekend if you can. Crunchy bunnies, if you've got a few extras and you want to send them somewhere, send them my way because they've always been my favourites, the crunchy bunnies.
0: Malteser bunnies. Oh, that's so good. The little mm. bite-sized ones. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: really, really good. Yum, yum, yum. Truth be told, I haven't bought a single Easter egg for the weekend yet, so... um yeah, I bought some like Easter egg friendly things for the dogs yesterday at Pet Barn, but nothing, nothing for me. So uh,
0: you need to, yeah. you need to get yourself some chalkies.
1: Yeah, I, I need to do like a, a shop because I'm I'm pretty low on all the essentials. So if there's one lonely egg on the shelf when I go to Coles or Woolies, I have to go mm-hmm. tomorrow because I think even Coles and Woolies is closed on Good Friday. So I have yeah. to shop tomorrow. And if I find oh, unless if it's a red tulip, I'm not buying it because red oh, tulip gosh, is no. trash. But if, yeah. it's, if it's that Cadbury Crunchy, it's coming home with me.
0: Red tulip's the one that kind of, like, bear with me. I don't want people to assume that I have done this. But, like, Red tulip tastes like chalk, right? Like, it's like a really chalky
1: 100%. kind of chocolate, yeah. Not a good time. It, no. It's like, I'd probably take the generic, like, black and gold or home brand eggs over Red tulip. Like, it's not good and it surprised. never has been.
0: You know, there was always this, like, I don't know, it's probably a mixed bag now, Um, But there was always like um, a cheaper kind of like 20 small eggs. They weren't small either. They were like, you know, the size of like probably from your thumb to your pointer finger. like Mm -hmm. But, you know, decently sized. And I remember they were the cheaper ones. They were probably the ones that your parents bought to do the Easter egg hunt and to look a little bit more impressive. And I always enjoyed them. I always thought they tasted good. And obviously later in life I found out they were the cheaper ones. Mm -hmm. But not bad.
1: Not bad at all. I'm very curious now. Like yeah, those Malteser bunnies, the, the crunchy bunnies or the crunchy eggs, they're always my favourites. But I've I'm seeing online there's so many crazy new players stepping into that game as far as other flavours and and mixing in other candies into the into the eggs and stuff it's it's Oh it's a I
0: hate that. Mad mad
1: world out there.
0: I hate that. Don't put anything in my chocolate like that. I hate those. What were they called? Fantastic creations where they put like the gummy Oh, worms the marvelous and all creations. Stuff. Oh, I hated I love them. them. Well, oh, I love one of them no. in
1: particular, but some mm. of the others can sort of go away. But uh yeah, um, did we just create a, a chocolate Easter egg podcast? Maybe we did. Maybe we'll have an Easter special one year. Who knows? <laughs> just totally about
0: Easter, Easter relevance.
1: Yeah, well, let's let's get this back on the uh, the geek universe tracks here, and and maybe talk about what we've been doing. I'm going to quickly. Tackle a few games because something that you've talked about, I think, is going to be a, a nice deeper dive to go into. So, mm. um, rolled credits in the past week or so on Tiny Tina's Wonderland's mainline story. So, I've okay. finished the finished the main story. Absolutely adore this game. Uh, like we've talked about it here and there over the last couple of episodes. Phenomenal writing. the The voice acting, f- brilliant. The combat, great. The weapons. As, as is a tradition for a borderlands S game in the thousands, the tens of thousands, probably the millions. I don't know the, the final number that they've got. I think it was like... Did they say there was like a billion guns in Borderlands 3? I know it was some absurd number.
0: It was a crazy number, yeah. Awkwardly
1: as absurd or evenly as absurd. But um, finish the mainline, then there's endgame content and there's sort of additional stuff you can do to find new kit. Uh, and because I finished it, I was playing with Benny last night and he's still working through some of the story. So I've gone back and working through. And the great thing, as I've touched on earlier, is it scales to your level. So I can still be getting rewarded for going back and playing this older stuff again and get gear at my at my level. So it's, it's really fun. The connectivity for cross-platform seems to have improved slightly. Um, we had one hard lock on my xbox that booted me again but it was only one last time i think we played it was four so it's yeah it's improved but it's still super fun the just the the whimsicalness of this game like the the zaniness the craziness and just the the commitment to everybody lending their voices and talents to this game is just i love it it's one of my favorite games of the year so far and another little old ditty that I've been playing. I've uh, Steve Buscemi'd my way into uh, the cool books here. Uh, mm-hmm. Skateboard on my back, hat backwards. I'm, I'm, I'm fully committed. Been playing the no build mode in Fortnite the last week or two. And boy, howdy, am I having a hell of a time.
0: Yeah. So you've all done it. Uh, as of a few hours ago, I can confirm I have installed Fortnite. I've loaded it up. <laughs> it was very slow. So we've actually, we talked about this before the podcast. So I might need to just fix a few things before that, but it's it's now it's now installed. It's kind of there. So uh, uh, yes, I probably will be joining you very Heck
1: soon. Heck yeah. Like it is genuinely a completely different game playing with it without having to worry about all that building insanity that just stresses me the hell out because I can't do it. Yeah, just worrying about me and a gun or... versus that person and their weapon is so good and it's so fun. And holy guacamole has the broader pop culture universe just blended itself into this game. Like, there's so many songs that are in the game now that, that play when people are doing emotes. The sheer amount of skins in this game, like... It's because it's been so long since I've played it, I've missed so many great skins. So I was such a player. Which we be-
0: talked about on the podcast a lot. We <laughs> mentioned every time there was a skin that was added and we were like, what's next? And now we kind of sitting here going, well, I loaded up the game and all I have is some dude. I'm oh, you've it's got the, the generic commando guy yeah. or whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's laughing now. Yeah. Um, and skins are expensive. I'm speaking like an old person, but skins are very expensive. Expensive. Where do mm-hmm. kids get the money? Um, so and good. you have to do you have to buy the battle pass? Uh to...
1: yes. Okay.
0: Yep. All right. All right. Yeah, I, I think it's. I things. think it was eight hundred
1: V bucks, as the kids say.
0: Is it eight hundred? Is it? That, yeah. that was a. There was a. I must say, there was this really cool skin that I saw in the store where it was like this, like black and gold, kind of like cool looking chick. I am like, oh, look at that, and I am like, okay, one thousand six hundred V bucks or whatever. I am like, okay, that's probably like. Oh, it's, you know, it's probably like $14 or something like that. And it was something ridiculous. It was, yeah, I, I can't remember. But then I was scrolling through everything and just doing the conversion of V-Bucks to actual money. And I was like, there was like skins that were like $40 or something like that. And I'm just, now I understand all these references about kids being just hungry for V-Bucks. It's because everything's so damn expensive, but you want it all because it's all flashy mm-hmm. and pretty and stuff. So this game is crack.
1: Yeah, you want you want that new new. You want to be be uh having that prime drip, as the kids say. You want to be oh, looking yes. as good as you can, and um, <laughs> yeah, like like you see, like they're doing collabs. Like there was Yaga skins during the week, which yeah. which has had those high high ticket price um prices attached to them, and the fact that they've got daily rotation in in the shop, and then like a weekly rotation, so. Yeah, as you said, the, the the kids they're they're chasing those V-bucks like because it's there's something new out every day and that <laughs> serotonin, you're like, I need it.
0: I need it. The shop had a timer. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna refresh it in like three hours. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, oh, I'll I'll be back. <laughs> set your watches, kids. Like it's it's insane. <laughs> but I've got a couple of skins. Like I've still got my old dinosaur ones in the rotation, which I've been rocking. And then okay. I did pony up some money and I bought the the Ivor. Assassin's Creed Valhalla crossover they got going
0: on. Yeah, that's fair. I've got that because I thought the skin
1: looked pretty cool, Um, and I think it was only—I say only as in it was no money, but it's still money. I think it was like eight hundred, and you got the skin, the the axes, the the shield. So you got more than just just the the character skin. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's a slippery slope, and then you you're fighting, and you see Wolverine roll past you, and then you see predator and all these cool ones that we've missed the boat on that yeah we've talked about on this podcast over the last several years i'm like god damn it why didn't i just jump in there every time we announce one of these and buy it and then piss off again but anyway
0: i mean how are we to know how are we to know that you know it would eventually get us
1: (laughs) yeah yeah
0: game that everyone plays
1: it's super fun uh played played with with Jesse from Story Mode, played with Joel from Dialogue Options. Was playing with Nasi yesterday, friend of the show and uh, Twitch streamer extraordinaire. Played a few solo games, like just with randos, and yeah, like got a couple of crowns throughout my uh, my my last week. I think all up, I've got maybe five or six Ws in the last week, and nice. a lot of like final fives and things. And it's just, it's just good fun it's just good fun like i don't know if that's like people are cringing when they hear that because you know Fortnite is is that game still but no build mode is i'm, I'm in baby
0: yeah i like a lot of people have obviously come to the surface saying like oh i'm actually enjoying Fortnite now like because of the no build mode like I, i'm kind of glad to see that it wasn't just my hurdle like that i just couldn't get over and therefore just not proceed any further of playing Fortnite, hmm. so i'm glad to see that other people are like oh damn no now that this is gone i enjoy fortnight i'm like okay all right it makes sense I wonder yeah, why nah. it took them so long
1: i don't know I don't they know. could have
0: been Probably. missing out on a lot of money <laughs> it
1: seems like and maybe that is maybe they've just noticed there might have been a, a slight decline in concurrence over the past several several months several years and they're like what can we do to try and bring them back and uh no build mode seems to have certainly done that because yeah people are on the socials, like, yes, this is great. This is the best interpretation of Fortnite yet. I can't believe I'm back, blah, blah, blah. And mm. I'm one of those people. I'm loving it.
0: Oh, well, watch this space.
1: <laughs> yeah. to see how
0: my experience goes.
1: Yeah, most definitely. But- and also binge watched the all three seasons of Log Horizon, fantastic anime on Crunchyroll there. I'm not going to dive too deep, but it is one of those standard isekai formulas. People from the real world gets transported into a an MMO, but it's it's more of a grounded like, what would real people do in that situation? So it's a nice point of difference in that regard. But really easy watching. Hopefully we get a fourth season because the third season was shorter and I wanted more. But yeah, I, I enjoyed that as well.
0: I have asked Brendan a Weebu question. Okay. Um, have you what now? Now I'm, sa- I'm going to just sound like an old person all this episode. <laughs> have you watched an anime called Jujutsu Kaisen?
1: I have watched. Yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen. I binged that that entire season last year. Let's let's say somewhere in the back end of last year. Really, but, really fucking cool.
0: You must have been the person that I heard it from then. I and My husband kind of like pitched it to me like I would know what it was. And I'm like, well, lucky for you, I know one person. Right? <laughs> um, so, really, okay. really good. Really good?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Really cool concept. The animation style, super slick. And it sort of jumps between that standard... Anime an- animation that you're used to, but then sort of almost weaves in like comic panels in some sort of the the oh. way the the, the the imagery is thrown around, and it's just it's really really. I haven't watched the movie yet, which is apparently going. I think that's why he cinemas. asked.
0: Yeah, I think that's why he asked.
1: But the first season that came out last year is really really good.
0: Really okay. good. All right, I have to put it on some kind of list to yeah, watch. About,
1: about like a a group of like demon hunters and and sort of the. The ins and outs of that—it's—it's it's really cool. There's a there's a deeper story, but I don't want to spoil anything. Obviously, but no, it's, yeah. it's worth checking out if you're looking like looking for something fun. But, okay, uh, cool. Yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen doing great at the cinema, so I got to watch that movie still sometime. But that's that's me for for this last week ish. Miss mm. Hart, what have you been doing?
0: I haven't played a single freaking game. I apologize, <laughs> everyone. Um, like, yeah, like the whole time I know you're probably like, oh, Ali, it's been almost like two weeks. Yeah, no, uh, this dumbass is taking college courses and it's just a little overwhelming. And, and yes, I did go to Disneyland. Um, pretty cool. Um, I hate people, so not cool. <laughs> but, um, like, they, they've got this thing now called Genie Pass Plus or whatever it is. It's kind of like Fast Pass, but you got to pay for it and you – it's, it's the best thing ever. So anyone thinking about it, get it because you just breeze through his lines. Um, but yeah, Disneyland's cool. Star Wars Land's cool. Um, Did you build a lightsaber? And... Oh, no. No, no. I'm a Dark More <laughs> fan, so I have to buy two. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. Stick them together. <laughs>
0: quite expensive. Um, and I've got nowhere to put it right now, so another another time. But yeah, Disneyland, cool. Um, haven't played any video games, but watched a movie, a very important movie for me.
1: Mm-hmm. Finally got.
0: Mm-hmm. I actually confessed. Um, I watched Sonic Two. I didn't bother watching the first one. Someone told me <laughs> you don't really need to. So I'm like, all right, cool. I really want to see this one because it's there's apparently a lot of nods to my favorite Sonic game, which is Sonic Two. Um, so I just kind of went and watched it, and I really enjoyed it. It was nice. Yay! It was really nice. Yeah. I've
1: because you haven't given anything away before we recorded, so I was trying no. to work out if it hit or miss the mark for you because yeah you're a, you're a sonic loyalist and yeah. very very protective of that of that franchise and the fact that you're coming out here and saying you really enjoy it that makes me very mm.
0: happy. Yeah. Um overall um it was a good for movie. I had to kind of wrap my head around the whole kind of like, remember, like this is a family movie. This is a movie for kids as well. So there was like little things that kind of happened that I had to kind of just let it slide to happen. Um, but it it for those little things that did happen, I was just overwhelmed with wonderful references and little nods to everything in the franchise, especially my story like what I grew up with because I didn't really play much of the Sonic games of the newer generation. I kind of stopped around three, um, but I played almost everything before that. Um, So seeing those references in there, seeing a parks and recreation reference in there (laughs) was awesome as well. It's a deep cut. (laughs) It was, it was, it was, it was a funny one, but yeah, it was, it was good. Um, but yeah, um, uh, the only criticisms that I have on this movie is I would have liked to have heard some songs from the level, uh, levels um, that would have been really cool to hear. Even if it was just like a remix or something, it would have been nice to get those kind of nods because I feel like Sonic, mu- Sonic music is pretty like prominent and one of the key features of what makes a Sonic game great. Um, and I really could have done without that middle section.
1: Okay. I don't I don't know bit, how much it's spoiler.
0: Yeah, like the, it was like it was like Sonic movie, stupid C grade level straight to TV movie rom-com and then back to a Sonic movie.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Do we get some get some more James Marsden fleshing out with his partner from like his wife girlfriend from the original cuz obviously he's still the I guess the the human friend of Sonic.
0: Not really him, actually. He was another oh, really? character. Okay. And I was like, I'm, 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 there was a lot of it where I'm like, oh, obviously this leads to something. Obviously this kind of leads to something. And it really didn't. <laughs> like, not to the way that I thought it was. So I was kind of like, that could have probably been cut out. But either way... All the actors, like live-action actors in it, were great. They did a great job. Obviously, having to work off, C- um, like CGI. Um, I don't, I don't, I think they did that really, really well. It wasn't, um, incredibly noticeable. Um, Jim Carrey, as Doctor Robotnik, which was something that was always going to be a hard sell for me. Um, he did great. I love what he yeah. did with it. Um, it just works. It makes sense. After He's experiencing so committed. it, He's,
1: like obviously, I haven't seen two yet, but in one. He was so committed to that role.
0: Yeah, I, I could like I could only imagine that like what you probably experienced in one, he probably also just like went for it in two because it was out of this world, and he just did so great with it. With you know, uh, taking a character that established, but not not with a lot of great of backstory, but you know, kind of making it his own, and it's a wonderful, wacky, child-friendly kind of character, bad guy. So, mm. um, and. <laughs> I, Idris Elba as knuckles, as weird as it got, like it felt, like when they first announced, and probably maybe hearing it for the first few times, it it, it started making sense as as you heard it and okay. ca- like coming out of knuckles, like mouth, like hearing it, you're like, okay, I see it, this makes sense, and then obviously the character development between both knuckles, um, tails and Sonic, it it all makes sense and it really worked well together, um, and. Yeah, it was it was it was really, really good. The, the the levels of nostalgia that hit me really hard, like like probably smiling like a little fucking kid at some of these <laughs> references. Like there's just the stupid reference about him not being good with water and just the water bubble moment, like it was just great. It was just great. So um for a Sonic fan, it was a great experience and I was happy to have like happy to have watched it. Uh, even regardless of the Cibor experience,
1: yeah, we'll, we'll dive into that in a second. But like, it's clear, especially from like from the the news that has sort of dropped out over this this last couple of days, is um, you know, Sonic Two largest opening ever for a video game movie in the US. So mm. that was previously held by Sonic One at fifty eight, and then um in second it was Detective Pikachu at fifty four million. But it's done seventy 71- one. Detective Pikachu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get another one eventually, but yeah, seventy-one million in the opening weekend. So uh, you know, it's 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 doing some doing some big money. Uh, absolutely crushed the uh, number two at the box office, which was Marvel's Morbius, which uh, you know is what it is, which did ten point two million this past weekend. So it's done seven times what Morbius did last weekend. Obviously, Morbius has been out for a few weeks, but. Mm. Yeah, it, it seems to me that we're going to be getting like, I, I obviously don't know the story into, but I'm assuming they could continue to build this world and this universe out and make future films. So maybe we're going to get a third one especially after that uh that big chonky 71 million US dollar opening weekend launch. So uh, yeah, exciting.
0: Yeah, I yeah, I'm very positive that Based on like just how successful and the great reviews that are coming out of it, that we'll probably see a Sonic three.
1: Mm. And it's crazy, like they've churned this out. Like Sonic, uh, the the original film was out in twenty twenty. So this is two years later, during COVID they've pumped a second one out so that's a that's okay. pretty impressive turnaround especially for the the no doubt the huge amount of, of cgi that would be running rampant yeah through this movie.
0: massive props to the teams that are working on the cgi they did great they did a really great job just from like having to obviously put up with all the detail and the shadows and sunshine reflecting of the you know the they said it was like he looked furry for some reason for some reason sonic and that they looked a bit furry which was a bit off but didn't bother me too much but just the detail that goes into that and you know staying on top of it is a big deal so just massive props to that team
1: Mm. i can't wait to check it out teams cannot wait to check it out and i'm excited to see how they they handle knuckles because he was always my fave so and 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 i love you Elba. so it's nice to know that you said it works and meshes together so
0: i had to like knuckles i was always player two unfortunately thanks to my brother
1: yeah yeah, I was always the same. My uncle was the same. Like he was Mario. I was always Luigi. I was yeah. He was Sonic. I was Knuckles or, or Tails or you know whatever. It, whatever game I was always the 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 buddy, not the yeah. lead. Yeah. Son of a bitch. But anyway, Sonic <laughs> Two, eight bit approved. You'd say.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. No, nice. If I liked. I feel like if I like the movie, then it's just a flat out already, already approved. But yeah, no, yeah. definitely go watch it as a video game fan and as a Sonic fan. So
1: Nice, nice. That is very exciting. Something else is exciting. See, our April giveaway is still live. Ooh. So um, if you want to get in the draw to potentially win yourself an ADG1 gaming headset from our friends over at Audio Technica, you just need to drop us a message on the socials or an email. Hello at 8bit.net with the code word. Miss Hart, what is that code word again they need to mention? Halo. That is it. Halo, 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 H-A-L-O. Send that to us in a DM or an email to go in the draw. Win will be announced in the next couple of weeks. Uh, If you can't wait to, uh, you know, potentially win that courtesy of Audio Technica, you can obviously go over and buy some swagger and some equipment from there over at audio-technica.com or audio-technica.com.au for us Australian-based listeners. Uh, best headphones, microphones, gaming headsets, turntables, just the best audio product in the biz. So check that out over there. If you want to get some merch, obviously shop 8bit.net, get yourself a t-shirt, hat, hoodie, everything else in between with all those sexy 8-bit designs strewn across them. And if you want to support us, you can do so over at ko-fi.com forward slash weare8bits from the low-low price of $1. Dollar per month you can get exclusive access to content perks giveaways and more so ko-fi.com forward slash wear8bit but let's jump into this this week's news headlines and the first bit of news a little surprising once exclusive to sony but get ready intrepid explorers as Young Horses has announced, its colorful and eclectic adventure romp, Bug Snacks, will be making its way to Xbox, Nintendo Switch, and Steam in a little under two weeks' time on the 28th of April, as well as coming to Game Pass across both Xbox and PC. But wait, there's more. Not only will new title, uh, new players be welcomed onto the whimsical shores of Snacktooth Island, home to the game's titular snack and bug hybrids. They'll also get their hands on the game's brand new DLC titled "The Isle of Bug Snacks" on the very same day. For those who have already been playing Bug Snacks through PlayStation and Epic, don't worry. This DLC will be coming to you at the same time. In this new DLC, players will be sent to a mysterious new island that has risen up from the depths of the sea. And as you may have already guessed by its name, here players will come across a new range of super-sized bug snacks to capture. So, Miss Hart. You are a resident uh, Bug Snacks aficionado here. I'm yet to play a minute of the game, but well, uh, this is can. pretty exciting. Yeah, now I can you play can. it on Game Pass. <laughs> I Huzzah!
0: recommend it. It's lovely. It's such a lovely game uh, with a lot of um, messages in it that uh, are not usually expected in these kind of video games. You kind of anticipated this to be a bit of a like a whimsical kind of fun, like a you know, laddy daddy kind of game, but there's a lot of messages and a few little bits of like this little tone setting like moments where you're kind of like oh shit that was deep um (laughs) so um i recommend anyone to play it 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 was lovely um i did a review so you can check on the youtube if you want a little bit more information Mm -hmm. about that um and i'll probably jumping back on for the new stuff because i love the game so much so
1: yeah it's it's uh it's it's something that I always paid attention to, and, and yeah, you spoke very highly of when it dropped, and I just never got around to it. I think I actually bought it on PlayStation, just haven't played oh. it, so so there you go. But I'm going to be playing it in the coming weeks or months. I don't know if I'll jump in day one on the 28th of April, but it's exciting. Um, I think it's a perfect game for the Switch, too, by the way.
0: I think so too. I think like I think it would work definitely for the Switch. I'm like the game is so bright and colorful though. I would think that you'd want to play it still in docked mode and just see it on the bigger screen. But yeah, either way, it's both. Like it's fine.
1: Yeah, and now uh, yeah, Game Pass, PC, and Xbox. So depending on if you're a PC player or console player, you can get it on Game Pass there. So that's exciting. So yeah, young horses spreading their spreading their wings. If they're maybe. Pegasi, I guess. Pegasus, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, coming out 28th of April on some extra platforms and DLC on that same day for those PlayStation users as well as all those new platforms we mentioned as well. Um, in a different tone of news, The Witcher 3's long-awaited PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X/S version version has been delayed indefinitely following CD Projekt Red's decision to move its development in-house. An enhanced version of Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, which would include the base game and its various expansions, was initially announced in September 2020, the CD project promising to deliver the likes of ray tracing and faster load times. All this would be made available as both a standalone version and as a free upgrade to those who've already owned the game on PC, uh, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. It was a generous offer, but very little has been heard of the project since. Previously, the project was developed by Saber Interactive, which had previously handled the acclaimed Witcher 3 Switch port. But a quote that came out goes as follows. We have decided to have our in-house development team conduct the remaining work on the next-gen version of The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, City of Project Red wrote in a statement posted on Twitter earlier this week. And then the final piece of the quote reads, we are currently evaluating the scope of work to be done and thus have to postpone the Q2 2022 release until further notice. So this game was meant to be coming out between now and you know June-ish, um, but now it's up in the air. So <laughs> CDPR, doing CDPR things, delaying things indefinitely, missing deadlines, so on and so forth. We're, we're not unfamiliar with these practices and situations that happen over there at our yeah. CDPR. But it's a shame because this game would be looking very, very sexy with the, the next gen upgrades. But it still looks really good in its current slate. If anyone hasn't played The Witcher 3 yet. You're still going to have a hell of a time and you get the free say. upgrade when this comes eventually. But Oh, that's good
0: too. Yeah. A bit, it, disheartening. Yeah. And it's just not looking good for Cedar Project Fred. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just like a lot of promises that are just like absolutely hollowed out and with absolutely no intention. Obviously, we don't know how the studio works and how, you know, things of the universe can interfere and mess things up. But uh, like, and it, it, CD Projekt Red has just been having a rough. So many years, <laughs> I was trying to keep pull a number out of my head, but just, it just, it just starts to collect. Uh, but like you said, like The Witcher Three just looks good as is now. So yeah, you
1: know. yeah, yeah. They they tried to, I think, add a little bit of positive off the back end of this as well because um, CDPR president uh, Adam. K- uh, Kaczynski? Kaczynski? Sorry, Adam, one of the two. Uh, I'm butchering it either way. Uh, But they had an earnings call this past week as well. And they've uh, offered a window into the ongoing development and expansion of uh, Cyberpunk 2077, uh, which CDPR has obviously pledged to continue supporting as well. But they've also said on said earnings call that the first expansion, you know, that DLC that they've been talking about for a couple of years now is not mm. going to be released until 2023. So well. what is going on? We're getting no real new content or Witcher 3 evergreen next-gen upgrade in 2022. It feels like this year is just going to be a holding pattern for CDPR and their um, their upcoming releases and enhancements.
0: Yeah, it's it's just rough. You want to you want to like studio do well, but then at the same time, there's obviously been some shitty stuff that kind of got brought to fruition for Cedar Project Red. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's a hell of a time over there. Like, yeah, you you hate to see these studios do poorly, but when it's off their own demise, you know, you, you get you get what you get. You <laughs> yeah, don't get upset, what you get. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, just just hopefully they can just get their back end shit sorted. Like yeah, as you said, like we're we're not we're not we're not boots on the ground at CDPR. We don't know no. the inner inner workings, but there's clearly some friction and some disjointedness going on in there to cause delay after delay after delay. And they make these promises and they're going to improve work practices and all these things, and it just seems to be the same story getting trotted out every couple of months regarding delays and we're still going to support it and whatever. And hopefully they can write the ship because, you know, the, the gaming industry, if anything, it can be forgiving. Like, you know, the, the tur- <laughs> turmoil that No Man's Sky copped on release. And now you oh, look yes. at the game now and, and this past week, they just announced the new Outlaws expansion coming, which looks super, super slick and mighty impressive and exciting but I'm not going to jump in day one. I don't know if you're going to jump in day one when it, when so it drops. So many
0: things to play.
1: That's the problem. That's the problem. It's so
0: bad. And yet we're play- we're talk- we are We're talked about playing a game that's been out for years. Yeah. Fortnite. Fortnite.
1: <laughs> you play this yeah. new game called Fortnite, kids? <laughs> it's radical.
0: How <laughs> do you fellow children? <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, but hopefully CDPR can, can get back on track. Obviously, outside of... The Witcher 3 getting this next gen and the CDP uh, Cyberpunk 2077 getting DLC and further support. We had the Mm -hmm. the very vague, broad-stroke new Witcher game getting announced with the graphic (laughs) and the Unreal Engine 5 support. Mm -hmm. So I think they just need to just pick and choose what they're going to do. It feels like they've probably spread this team amongst all these projects and they're spread far too thin.
0: Yeah, it's starting to come across that way, so...
1: Yeah, yeah. But um, some some other news. Uh, Hasbro announced this past week that it will be, requ- be acquiring D&D Beyond, which is the digital toolset and library for the fifth edition of Dungeons & Dragons. The announcement came by way of Hasbro's investor newsfeed, followed by an official post on the D&D website. So Hasbro, the, the makers of, of many a toy, both action figure, board game, and everything else in between. Shifting into the digital realm a little more here by picking up, uh, yeah, 5 e DD No doubt it would have been for a hefty sum, but um, yeah, may- maybe this is going to potentially open up d d to a broader audience, you'd think?
0: So, like, essentially they're acquiring the D&D Beyond um, digital, like, interface, which is usually... Um, a lot, how a lot of people digitally acquire the books of like mm-hmm. the D and D books and guides and such, as well as being a pretty popular now um, a character chart um, that you can use digitally and you know adjust your stats and work off that. So it's a pretty prominent tool. So um, for anyone like playing D and D now and the uh, if you if you're not like a pen and paper person, chances are you've moved to the digital set. So, the fact that like Dungeons and Dragons and D D Beyond now are essentially one kind of makes sense. To be honest, I always thought they were. <laughs> so finding out that they weren't now they are together just kind of makes sense. So
1: yeah, yeah. Why why wouldn't you have one and not the other? And yeah, as you said, like having that that digital home for your character that you can just okay, you know, finish that finish that campaign. I can add my skill points in instead of trying to track that in a diary with pen. Like uh, yeah, it, it made it so much easier when I was uh, uploading all my all my details after that witcher campaign we did the other week because uh, yeah, you lose pens and papers and you forget where at least this it's it's available 24/ 7 online for you and you can have it on an iPad or a laptop or whatever.
0: Yeah, my d and d campaign might be dead, but it's nice to find that my character still exists somewhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you could you could bring her into other iterations. Who knows? Yeah. She could do crossover events.
0: See if the return of Bish.
1: Yeah, but on the topic of roleplay, uh yeah, 8 Crit obviously is our new home for 8-bit centric roleplay podcasts. Obviously, we've got Hanrolled First on there that you can listen to in its entirety now. And over the next couple of weeks we'll be releasing yen cast first which is our witcher offshoot uh it's it's going through the final processes of editing it at the moment and uh yeah it will be released all episodes in day one so you can binge this thing back to back to back to back to back if you like or you can stretch it out over time. But uh, yeah, that'll be out on that RSS feed very soon. So be sure to uh, just subscribe and add 8crit into your podcast player just so you know when it drops, it'll be there day one, that second, ready for you to consume. So yeah, yeah. 8crit, A-T-E-C-R-I-T. We've got some exciting other campaigns planned for the back end of this year that uh, I think you're all going to enjoy. I feel pretty confident about that one. Um, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Something else that's pretty, pretty impressive. Uh, Epic raises a further $2 billion, mm. That's billion with mm. a B US dollars <laughs> from Sony and Lego investors. So, yeah, they've done another funding round, which uh, was sort of broadcast out this past week. And uh, yeah, we've got a a chunk of funding from existing uh, inventors, uh, investors, my wording is great today, with Sony Group Corporation and Kirkby, which is the investment company behind Lego, each contributing $1 billion each. Holy shit. That is a lot of money. Um, It is absolutely insane. And um, the CEO of of Epic, Tim Sweeney, has commented and said, as we reimagine the future of entertainment and play, we need partners who share our vision. We have found this in our partnership with Sony and Kirkby. This investment will accelerate our world to build the metaverse and create spaces where players can have fun with friends, brands can build creative and immersive experiences, and creators can build a community and thrive. So... Epic just doing things different. Like compared to everyone else in this in this sphere, they are operating, you know, dancing to the beat of their own drum. They're doing yeah. their own things. And obviously with the money that they've got behind them, it allows them to do so. But this is nuts. And like this ties into as well, obviously seeing Fortnite, they're partnering with the Coachella Music Festival. So you're seeing all these metaverse things popping up. So uh, not only are they going to be having you know, musical-themed uh, concerts again, but they've also added a ton of Coachella-themed items to the store. So, you know, yeah. circling right back to that V-Bucks talk at the start, <laughs> they're just like, we'll take your money in in any form, whether it be a concert, whether it be a skin, whether it be a spray, whether it be an emote of your favourite Coachella performer with a, with a couple of bars of their song that plays out in the game. Like It is absolutely bananas what Epic is doing here. And uh, yeah, another two billion. I-, I saw some numbers the other day. Apparently, collectively in this in this funding thing for their, you know, let's say their metaverse development, now, yeah, they've, yeah. now- they've now raised over twenty one billion dollars for this thing.
0: <sighs> That's a lot of money. And like these investors here in this story, are, like Sony and Lego. Like I know, Legos are fr- well. I actually, I shouldn't say Legos a kids' toy because it's not. But like these are big brands. Like these are big companies, and like in- like throwing their investment to Epic. It's 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 only gonna like we're probably just gonna start seeing more and more like yeah. the big ones
1: it shows they're serious like it shows whatever they're building yeah. whatever this metaverse is ultimately going to become it's something. when you can get yeah companies like Sony and Kirkby behind it it shows mm-hmm. that there's buy-in from a, from a broader audience here and the the money and the backing is only further going to prove that this epic metaverse is, is here to stay and It's going to be insane. I'm curious to see how it plays out in the coming years when they start maybe releasing more of this, and you can get involved and actually experience them the metaverse. Yeah. (laughs) Like I feel silly (laughs) saying that, but yeah, it's it's nuts. It's just it's it's getting done so different compared to traditional games uh, development or, or you know film development, whatever. Like this is sort of bleeding into so many subsets of the pop culture sphere, and it's it's exciting, but it's uh. It's still just so alien to me. I'm still trying to yeah. wrap my head
0: around it. I had to Google like what is a metaverse because I feel like now I just hear the term thrown around so goddamn much that it just doesn't make sense anymore to me. Like I I can't establish like what investing into this and what it actually means and building one and blah blah blah. So yeah, like I'm I'm trying to stay on top of like what exactly is happening here so um but it just seems like it's all part of this new kind of like <laughs> i was gonna call it a new meta um <laughs> you can whole... call it whatever you like <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i think this is gonna take me a little bit more time to kind of and once we start seeing it as well like a bit more prominent um uh, maybe I'll, I'll i'll understand it a little bit better but all i know is it's apparently just raising big money
1: Mm, big money to do big things that are not yet fully realized, but uh, watch this space because uh, it's it's inevitable. It's, it's coming. Kind of like the amount of money they've thrown in, like they're, they're putting their money where their mouth is, these these investors and Epic. So it better be Epic in every sense of the word, this metaverse. Otherwise, people going to be pissed because <laughs> that's a lot of money getting thrown into this thing. Um, um, and the last bit of news uh, that, that sort of popped this past week, Square Enix has confirmed that Kingdom Hearts 4 is officially on the way. So they released uh, a video as part of the series' 20th anniversary celebrations this past week, which was uh, dubbed a compilation of of all trailers Uh, during this past week's event. We unexpectedly catch sight of Sora and the statement, the heart resides within the soul, which in turn is guided by fate to its rightful place. Uh So, uh, yeah, trailer... (laughs) Looked mightily impressive. I'm going to quickly read uh, the the very broad stroke synopses about oh, no. Kingdom Hearts 4 that I've managed to dig up because this franchise, you know, we, we've talked about this on the pod, and even we just talked about it before we started recording. I got no skin in this game. I don't nope. understand what's going on. Somehow nope. we've got all these Disney characters coming together to fight a big bad, and there's a lot of heart and emotion and a giant key sword. I don't understand but let's see if this synopsis uh, adds further insight to it. So Sora makes a triumphant return with an updated look at the beginning of an epic new storyline titled The Lost Master Arc, Square Enix explains. Beginning with Sora facing off in a boss battle against a giant enemy, players are introduced to the Quadratum, a large, expansive city set in a gorgeous, realistic world unlike anything ever seen before in the Kingdom Hearts series. Fans will be excited to see the return of Sora's well-known companions, in addition to the first appearance of Strelizia, a mysterious new character who appears before Sora in this strange new setting. Uh, so that's that's the end of the the sort of the press release that, that accompanied this trailer. Mm. Uh, there's not even a whiff of a release date just yet, nor an indication of what platforms Kingdom Hearts 4 is heading to, but development does seem advanced enough to give us not just cinematics, but a glimpse of gameplay above the streets of a modern cityscape. Oh, and right at the end, you see good Powers Donald Duck and Goofy make an appearance as well. So mm. uh, it looked visually very impressive. Like it was really cool and the combat like just comparing it to to three in the previous kingdom hearts games this certainly looks next gen in air quotes but i don't know what the crisis going on i don't understand what was happening here sora and his big key sword fighting this big black evil spirit monster i don't like i'm completely ruining this for kingdom hearts fans so i'm sorry listeners but i don't know what's going on but The world got very excited. There was many a a jaw drop and a fist pump. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Kingdom Hearts 4 is on the way, Miss Hart. You keen?
0: I have no idea what this is about. Um, I actually watched a few videos just to see if I could get an idea, and I think I know less now. You said it looked good. Did you?
1: (laughs) Comparative. To the previous ones, I think it does. I
0: mean, give it a break. The previous ones... Oh, hang on. No, they did release that recent one with, like, the Pirates of the Caribbean. And the really weird sound... I remember when they released the trailer, the sound levels were just a mess for the release for that one. But, uh, like, they tried to do this, like, almost, like, real-world kind of CG... But then there were moments where it's like I'm like, oh damn, this looks real world. Like I can see what they're doing. And then something looked like cartoony. And I understand that the like that is like kind of the mix of this game where it's like cartoon mixed with I don't know, anime. But yeah, it just it seemed really off to me. It seemed like really like
1: Didn't weird. didn't excite, you didn't move the needle.
0: Oh gosh, no. Um the only thing that like you know, I always got happy about was always just seeing Goofy because I adore Goofy.
1: He's one of the best, isn't
0: he? He is. He is. Um, considering like you know, he seems to always get the rough end of the stick, but has a good movie, Goofy movie.
1: That is one of one of the goats. Mm. One of those universally loved animated films from the nineties.
0: Which insinuates that Goofy fucks.
1: Oh, they all do. Oh. You know, even, even like Sc- Scrooge McDuck did, because he's got some nephews. So oh, uh, that's true. <laughs> you know what? But you know what? Money, money gets you anything. So, uh, do we ever see Huey, doing and Louie's mum? Do we ever meet them? Do we?
0: I don't recall. I don't know. Do we? <laughs> sorry, that's stupid. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. I did. Sorry, I didn't mean to turn this whole new story into which Disney characters screw, but um.
1: That's what we do around here.
0: It's, it makes. We take the highbrow
1: and throw it in the lowbrow.
0: <laughs> Let us know if you want us to deep dive on. Um, mm. Who would you- be the
1: best lover from the Disney cast? Who, who would you like to sleep with, listeners? Let us know.
0: <laughs> Save that. Oh, no, Valentine's Story passed. Uh, but Kingdom Hearts 4, I'm happy for those who have been waiting. Um, they're very scary fans, so try not to... Rub them the wrong way, um, and hopefully it's good. You guys get it soon, and it's you know everything you hoped it would be and more.
1: Yeah, I've I've bought a few of the Kingdom Hearts games on the PlayStation <laughs> over the Which years.
0: Which one? Remix? Remix four point two one six?
1: It's it's absolutely bananas. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I know whatever the latest one is, I'm pretty sure it's still in the plastic in my in my like games cupboard in the lounge room, and and that's no shot to the game. It's just. That franchise, it feels like a lot to jump into. And that's what scares me. Like, I don't want to jump into the newest one and go, sorry, I didn't play the other 55 iterations and watch 25 hours of lore to understand. Like, so that's why I'm just scared. I'm like, I want to go in and enjoy it and understand, but I feel like I won't. So I just Mm. don't.
0: Oh, and by the way, everyone, I'm making fun of the names because of the torture of working in a video game store and having to alphabetize the damn games, all right? So you try and tell me where you put Kingdom Hearts 2 and Kingdom Hearts 2 Mix Sandwich Sanger 3.5, 4.20. I love a
1: good Sanger. I feel like a chip Sanger, like a hot chip Sanger.
0: I haven't had one of those in so long. Americans don't do chips right. Like, they do fries, which is okay, but they don't do those, like, you know, takeaway shop yeah, big Thick boys. Yeah. Yeah. The
1: battered sav. oh, yum, yum, yum. Sadly, can't eat a bat oh well, actually, do we know what's in a battered sav? Maybe I can Don't eat a battered salve on Good Friday.
0: <laughs> oh right. <laughs> I forgot about that. I'm like, why are you questioning that? (laughs) Out of all the things you eat, why are you questioning the bad exam? Sam? Leave it alone.
1: Yeah, it's because my mum will get angry at me if if I eat meat on Good Friday. But anyway, uh, yeah, if you don't want to wait for the next decade until Kingdom Hearts 4 comes out, this is what's dropping this week. New releases and events. As far as TV coming up, we're going to have the fifth episode of the Halo television Mm. series there on Paramount+. It's, I'm still still watching watching Okay. i'm still invested i watched the fourth episode yesterday and there's like i like the master chief main story in that plot but there's this other story regarding this sort of daughter of the the rebel leader oh. juan who i could not give two shits about it is just like <laughs> throw it in the bin get that crap out of here she's not a good actress and bukeem woodbine uh, of, of many many sort of bit part roles playing um, a former Spartan in in Halo he's also crappy in this in this show. Aww. Just get them out of it all together please go away just focus more on the Halo centric stuff but it's still fine like it's it's not going to win any awards but I'm not regretting the 50-ish minutes I invest into it every week.
0: I heard we got to see some master cheeks. You see so much ass
1: nice. so much ass. Like I'm I'm not I'm not sad about that. Like I'm not saying oh boo hoo, but like <laughs> there, there's so many butts. Too many bums. Too many butts. I think I've seen maybe four different people's asses in this show now. So you're getting maybe a new ass every episode. So it's fine. <laughs> is what it is. No frontal nudity though. No 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 frontal genitalia, no breasts. It's just butts. Lots of butts. No
0: no, it to you.
1: <laughs> uh, also, we're going to have the fourth episode of Moon Knight dropping this week. It's it's building. The third episode was good.
0: I haven't even bothered with Moon Knight. That that got so crapped on within some of my circles that I'm like, you know what? Then I won't waste time. I won't watch it.
1: Mm, I like it. I like it. I enjoy the the focus on Egyptian mythology and everything like that. It's it's a bit different to the the most recent releases from Disney in a Marvel perspective. So we got that. As far as movies that are out, either as of today or this coming week the lost city is out I've uh, oh, also gosh. got everything everywhere all at once which I think I'm gonna go watch today
0: uh, it might be an idea that it looks good everyone says it's amazing I want yeah. to watch it
1: yeah me too uh, a couple of other big ones coming out this coming week <laughs> the unbearable weight of massive talent which is also getting really good reviews
0: yes um the dream machine Nicholas Cage is you know I said based on what I read it's just like a movie making fun of Nicolas cage is Nicolas cage making fun of nicholas cageyness and that just sounds outright adorable um uh, with um what's his name um
1: pedro in, pascal yeah
0: i was, <laughs> don't know why i was gonna make a um other reference but yeah and apparently it's amazing and everyone says it's quite delightful and it's just a fun ride kind of thing and i'm like of course it is it's Nicolas cage so obviously i will be watching
1: this one yeah, Huzo from Player Two. I saw him doing some chatter about it on Twitter yesterday or the day before, and he said it's like his favorite Nicolas Cage film. Oh, wow. So that's a pretty high bar, but yeah, I want to check that out. And the other one that comes out this coming week is The Northman, mm. which is the uh, the Viking film, which is also getting very good reviews. Oh, it is? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, eights, eights ish, you know, out of 10, <laughs> 80s out of 100 if we're going to scale it.
0: Can you do me a favor and just watch the trailer of that one again and tell me it's not ninety percent screaming?
1: <laughs> there is a lot. There There's is a lot, a lot of, screaming of screaming in that trailer. <laughs> yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of bloodlust and a lot of uh, a lot of heartbreak because. Uh, that's just what happens amongst the the Northmen, apparently. But, yeah, I'm going to peak that as well. Mm. As far as games coming out this week, all that have just dropped from yesterday, I mentioned that because it's a pretty lean week for upcomings, but ones that have dropped this past week are Cat Cafe Manager on Switch and PC is out now. Uh, E-Football 2022. Nobody Saves the World, which is uh, getting some good chatter out oh, there. Yeah. Uh, so that one's out as well. Road 96. Star Wars: The Force Unleashed made its way to the Switch oh, wow. after all these years, and then the last one that's coming out in this either just release or upcoming week of release, uh, Tear is coming out as well. So uh, only six titles, but there's a, a very diverse offering there.
0: Yeah, and if you you know none of those games you know make you happy, we've obviously recommended a few that we'll be playing, and there's also a great bunch of movies that are coming out too, so you can put your time over there.
1: So many things to do, but uh, I'm just going to quickly jump over to here. Tweet of the week. And grab a tweet. This came out this past week from Screen Queensland. So that's at screen underscore Queensland. And they've said the following, the local games sector will receive another major boost with the launch of our new game grants program, providing up to $90,000 in funding. You can read the full uh, press release and, and more information on that via uh, at gameshub.com. So that's gameshub and then it's com. But uh, some of the quick bullet points on that, uh, as far as what Screen Queensland are providing is uh, 20, 50 or 90K in matched funding, uh, seventy-five percent of the dev team must be based in Queensland to be, uh, you know, able to apply for funding. Yeah. Game or live dev, uh, live ops dev is okay, but it must be an owned IP, so they can't be sort of subcontracting and making something else just based out of out of yeah. um, Queensland. Makes sense. Marketing costs are claimable, and uh, the first round of applications are due by the eighth of May. So, any budding game developers out there in Queensland head over screen, to screenqueensland.com.au uh, to find further details and you can hopefully get some get some cash to help elevate that game you got in development.
0: That's awesome. I'm I'm always happy to hear when like state governments are out there pushing uh, game development and recognizing like what a positive impact it has. Like we've seen great success of Australian made games um Unpacking winning a BAFTA as well as the Artful Escape also winning a BAFTA as well. So, you know, there's awards and accolades to be made um, and Australian representation out there in the in the gaming space. So why not fund it and, you know, be at the forefront?
1: It's, it's huge, huh? Like seeing uh, Witchbeam who obviously did Unpacking took out Narrative and E! Game of the Year and then, yeah, Beethoven and Dinosaur receiving the Artistic Achievement Award. Uh, it, it's awesome to see these little studios punching well above their weight yet again and winning awards at, on a global scale. So uh, yeah, hopefully things like what Screen Queensland are doing with these grants will hopefully continue to see further success down the line at, uh, you know, globally renowned award ceremony. So yeah, it's, it's super cool. And yeah, as, as we said, anyone in, in Queensland that's, that's making a game, now's the time to hopefully get a little support and helping uh, get that game out there to the masses. So check that out. Uh, But yeah, Miss Hart, that brings us to the end of THG 279. Anything else you want to say before we uh, close down the studio for another week?
0: Yeah, learn some freaking manners if you go to the movies. That's going to be how I'm going to end this because I've had two shitty experiences and I honestly cannot fathom how people can function. So be considerate of others, whether you're watching a movie or just being out and amongst people in general. Just be aware. All right. Just, you know, think of others around you because (laughs) it's just shitty interrupting and spoiling someone else's day. 100%.
1: 100%. It sucks. And and the people that do it, yeah, like, fuck you. Like, you're not the only one in the cinema. And even if you were, just shut up and appreciate what is getting broadcast through the screen to you. Because, yeah, it's it's impacting everyone else's experience with that movie. And if you exactly. can't get fully comfortable and engrossed and immersed, it's not a good time. So, just shut your peephole and enjoy what's coming at you from that screen. Exactly. And turn your damn phones off. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes! Don't even show the fucking screen. It's a light. We see it in the darkness, you dumbasses. All right, there we go.
1: <laughs> we see it in the dark, in the darkness, you dumbasses. All right, eight bit nation. Let those words be a warning to you. Otherwise, we're gonna come at because, yeah, you because uh, it's not a good time. Don't ruin our cinema experiences. <laughs> but until next time, eight bit nation, we'll catch you. But much love
0: and stay hungry.